News of the Times History News Story The Hornsey Murder This story from 1879 recounts the violent, illegitimate child's death believed to have been done by the father. A sad case. The little girl born was known to have been well cared for by the mother, but suddenly vanished with the child's dead body found discarded the day after the father returned. The story is recounted from the Brecon County Times, the 16th of August, 1879. The Hornsey murder, a woman and a man sentenced to death. At the Central Criminal Court before Mr. Justice Hawkins, James Dilly, 41, frame-maker, and Mary Rainbow, 29, spinster, were jointly indicted for the willful murder of an illegitimate child of the female prisoner. Mr. Poland and Mr. Montague Williams prosecuting for the Treasury, and Mr. Warner Slay and Mr. Lidsell defended the female prisoner. Both prisoners pleaded not guilty. The counsel of prosecution said that the circumstances under which this charge was preferred against the prisoners were of a melancholy and somewhat extraordinary character. The male prisoner, James Dilly, is a married man and he resided at a small village called Shefford in Bedfordshire, where he carried on business as a picture frame maker and he also held an appointment in the post office of that place. The female prisoner, Mary Rainbow, was a domestic servant at Boldeck in Hertfordshire, about six miles from Shefford, and there did not appear to be any doubt that an improper intimacy existed between the two prisoners. At the commencement of the year, the female prisoner was in the family way, and the other prisoner was believed to be the father of the child. In February, the female prisoner wrote to her cousin, a Mrs. Hull, who resided in Chelsea, announcing her intention to leave her situation and come to London and to pay her a visit. In the early part of March, both prisoners appeared to have taken lodgings at the house of a person named Mrs. Starling in Stebbing Street, St. Pancras, posing as man and wife under the name of Mr. and Mrs. Hull. The male prisoner subsequently returned to his duty at Shefford, leaving the female prisoner at the lodging, where, on the 22nd of April, she was safely delivered of a female child, whose death was the subject of the present inquiry. The child was a full-grown healthy child, and the female prisoner appeared to be very fond of it and treated it with the utmost kindness down to Saturday the 10th of May when the male prisoner again made his appearance at the house in Stebbington Street. He passed the night with the female prisoner. On the following day, both prisoners left the lodgings with the child in a cab, with their luggage, and they were driven to King's Cross Station of the Great Northern Railway. There, it appeared, 
the luggage was left, and about eleven o'clock at night both prisoners made their appearance at a house in the Gray's Inn Road without the child and required lodging for the night. They could not be accommodated at this place and were sent to a house in Liverpool Street where they passed the night. The prisoners at this time having nothing with them but a small black bag. They both left on the following morning and Mr. Dilly returned to Shefford, leaving the female prisoner in London. And on the same day she went to the house of the cousin, Mrs. Hull, at Chelsea, to pay her the visit she had promised her. It was noticed at this time that the bottom of her clothes appeared to be very wet and dirty, as though she had been walking about in a country lane. Simultaneously, about eight o'clock on the same morning, a labourer named Stokes, who was employed with others in repairing a well near the manor house at Hornsey, found a paper parcel lying on the ground close by. This paper parcel was found to contain the dead body of a child, which they did not appear to be any doubt was the child of the prisoners. It was noticed that there was a severe wound on the head of the child, and it smelt strongly of laudanum. According to the medical evidence, the child had died from violence, and an inquest was held upon the body, and the jury returned a verdict of willful murder against some person or persons unknown. So matters remained for some time, the case being left in the hands of the police to make the necessary inquiries. The female prisoner returned to Shefford, and shortly afterwards a bundle containing a quantity of child's clothing was picked up at the Hitchin station of the Great Northern Railway, where she would have to remain for a short time while waiting for a Midland train to take her to Baldock. This led to further inquiries, and the clothing was recognised by Mrs. Starling, their former landlady, at the lodging house in London, as some clothing that she had assisted to make up for Mary Rainbow's child. In consequence of the clothing discovery, Inspector Dodd went down to Shefford and saw the male prisoner who at once admitted that he was in London on the 11th of May with Mary Rainbow, but said the last time he saw her was on Sunday night, the 11th of May, when he left her at King's Cross Station with the child. He stated that he returned home and did not know what became of her afterwards. Mary Rainbow was subsequently taken into custody. When she was questioned, she said that she knew nothing about the matter. These were the facts of the case, the suggestion on the part of the prosecution being that on the Sunday night the prisoners had gone by the train to Finsbury Park Station and, having murdered the child, had deposited that body at the place where it was found. The evidence relative to the case having been given and counsel on both sides having addressed the court, the judge summed up, after which the jury retired at four o'clock 
to consider their verdict. At ten minutes to five they returned, and the foreman on behalf of the jury said they found both prisoners guilty, but they strongly recommended the female prisoner to mercy on the grounds that she had been under the influence of the male prisoner. The judge then sentenced both prisoners in the usual way and stated that the recommendation of the female prisoner to mercy would be referred in the proper quarter. James Dilly was executed at Newgate for the murder of his bastard child on the 25th of August, 1879. He was 41 years old. Mary Rainbow was not executed. Thank you for listening and watching. If you've enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe. We're aiming for 1,000 subscribers. If you have already subscribed, thank you. We really do appreciate it. You have been listening to News of the Times, and I am Robin Coles.